Welcome to Under the Radar, a show about independent iOS app development. I'm Marco Arment. And I'm David Smith. Under the Radar is usually not longer than 30 minutes, so let's get started. So we have something incredible that hardly comes along, maybe maybe every five years at most. We have a new platform coming out of Apple, like using all Apple's tech, using all of the, you know, the languages and frameworks that we know, but it's a whole new platform, and that is Vision OS. And this is... You know, to me, on so many levels, this is fascinating. This is exciting. I I really, you know, we don't really know where it's going to go yet because it's, it, we don't even have it yet. You know, we don't even, at this moment as we record, we don't even have the SDK yet. Uh, but, uh, but we're, you know, we're getting the SDK shortly. We're going to have the hardware coming out to consumers and presumably be available to us, you know, quote, early next year. Uh, and there might be some kind of dev kit story in the meantime, but we don't really know anything about that yet. Um, but this is super exciting. And this is it, it, in, in part because, again, it's just a new platform from Apple. And sometimes new platforms from Apple are less of a, of a big market for us than others. You know, when when you know the iPad came out, that was a big deal because we had all this all this excitement around the iPhone. We knew this thing's probably going to be a big hit, and it was. You know, when the Apple Watch came out, it was really hard to, to develop for because of the limitations of the hardware and the the early frameworks that it had. It was it was a miserable experience to develop for at first, but then it slowly became a better platform to develop for. And now it's you know it's still limited in terms of you know physical screen space and stuff like that and different you know, processing limits but overall it's become a pretty good market um, if you have an app that is relevant for the watch but you know that that's a big if you know apple tv relatively small platform relatively small market it makes sense for for apps if you need to be on a tv but that's a big if but vision os i feel like is is better it, it's definitely a more exciting prospect to me than tv apps Definitely a more exciting prospect to me than you know iMessage apps when those came out and everything. I think it might even be possibly better than the watch in terms of long-term market for our apps. And could be because so many apps make sense in this. It's it's basically a new kind of general purpose computing interface. You know, the watch is, has always been limited by its size and everything. Vision OS won't have that limit. It'll be just general computing. And so I think this is a very exciting it's I think it's going to start slowly and we'll get into that and everything but I think once this market gets going and I think it will get going again it might take a few years but but once it gets going this is a new general purpose computing platform and I think that's very exciting to us as developers because many different app types makes sense to bring to that. There will be a market for many different app types unlike these more specialized platforms like the watch and the TV. Like this is going to be on the level of iPad or Mac. And, you know, it, it, it won't be on the level of iPhone just in terms of sheer volume and everything. It's going to be on the level of iPad and Mac in the long term. And that's, that, to me, is, is very exciting. Yeah, and I, exactly. And I think I, I mean, I couldn't be more excited about this platform. I think it is fascinating to see, like, a style of interaction, a style of computing that is in some ways like the polar opposite of mobile computing, but in a good way that it is the like, rather than being constrained to processing on a tiny little device that you, you know, have, it has a small screen and relatively constrained, you know, limited, uh, 
computational power and battery life and those kinds of constraints. It's like, no, instead you have an infinite canvas and you're running a, you know, an M2 processor to start with, which is quite a starting point. You know, if you compare it to, like you were saying, the Apple Watch, which was kind of slow to start, it's like, no, no, this is, you know, running the same chip that is in the MacBook Air which is a perfect, a very, you know, a very performant, very capable device um, that can do a whole lot of things. And so it's like the starting place for something like this is so huge. And then yeah, it's like, it's hard to predict the future with this. Obviously, like, I see it as something like, and, you know, it's something we can get into, but it's like, I had the opportunity to try it for 30 minutes. And it's like, I, I want one now. I, I, I want to go back. I want to, I want to be back where that was. And that experience was so compelling that as a developer and as someone who can see possibilities that, you know, running an, an app natively on it is going to be so transformative to the way in which you can interact with it versus it just being, you know, a, a Mac app, for example. Um, or, you know, you can run your iPhone or iPad app natively, sort of semi-natively on it, but not really. Like, like don't do that. Do, do, do run natively. And it's going to be such a wonderful, rich experience that, like, I'm super excited. And, yeah, these things only happen every so often. It's like, I think you and I have both been fortunate enough to be, have been part of many of these. Um, you know, like, I think I, we, I, we were both here for the, the start of the iPhone, the start of the iPad, the start of the Apple Watch. Um, and now we're here for the start of, of Vision OS and Apple Vision Pro. Like, that's exciting. That's a really cool place to be because I think there is something different about coming to a platform from the beginning and watching it grow up and working on it as it grows up that you can just be, you know, your level of intuition about the platform, your level of knowledge, your experience and your ability to kind of craft the future of it. Um, you know, that if, if one of us, you know, one of the listeners under the radar come up with a you know, sort of a, a transformative app that everyone must have, and it changes the way that Apple thinks about the platform, which is entirely possible, like that will define the future of this platform. And it's kind of amazing and awesome to think about it uh, in those terms that at this point, you know, it's like, all Apple has is their own apps and their own perspectives and their own thoughts about this platform. But they've built it, they've given us a starting point that is extremely capable, that is extremely performant, that isn't sort of stuck in a lot of ways that some of the, you know, like the Apple Watch was limited to start with and is in some ways limited now. Like this is, seems very much the opposite, that they've gone the other extreme and we can do anything and everything on this platform. Um, and that is super exciting. And, you know, like as someone who, you know, designs and comes up with apps and ideas and, you know, if anything, I've made my career out of coming up with new ideas for new things. Like this is just, you know, making my mind explode in terms of the number of ideas or thoughts that I can have for like, what do you do if you have a powerful computer that can have an infinite canvas and do lots of things all at the same time? Like, whoa, that's, that's huge. Yeah. And, I think the the startup dynamics of this market um, are going to be a little bit different from what we've seen in the, with these past Apple Apple platform launches. You know, the the iPhone App Store market launched a year after the iPhone launched, and so there was already a year of you know unit sales of this device that ever and it was super high demand. And even though you know, obviously, if you compare the original iPhone sales figures to more recent ones, it was a drop in the bucket. But at the time, it, you know, it was a big market. So we we landed on the App Store on day one there into an existing huge market. When the iPad came out, that was also you know that was assumed to be a big market because we you know they, they had this momentum from the iPhone came you know the iPad came out a few years later and it indeed was a pretty big market right from the start. Um, again, you know, watch and TV were complicated. I think Vision Pro is going to start out with being a pretty small market, in part just because, look, it's it's a $3,500 product that is launching only in the U.S. to start, and then, you know, other countries, I believe, later next year. 
Um, and it, it, we don't even have it isn't is even out for you know possibly up to almost a year from now. That's when it's all beginning. You know, they you know they say early next year, but that could really mean up to like May, I think. <laughs> so really, this this could be still almost a year out before we can even before anybody can buy it. And then it's going to have, I think, a few years warm up period where before it's really a high volume product. Um, and, and and it might take another hardware revision or two before we get to a point where they have something that's a little bit more consumer friendly pricing and you know, a little bit higher volume production, maybe. Um, so I think what that what that dynamic will do is it will give us, you know, at first, there's not going to be a ton of money to be made here. Um, but I don't think it's going to have that the same instant race to the bottom as the as the you know, other platforms have because developer feeling on Vision Pro that I, that I've heard so far is kind of a mixed bag. You know, many developers come from kind of, you know, PC hardware culture and I I come from there. That's why I understand it. Um and and that a lot of people, you know, from that from that point of view, see this as way too expensive, and and not necessary or not that exciting. And so I think there's going to be less competition, at, at least to start. There there will definitely be less to start. But I don't think this. You know, I, I think the lack of a gold rush dynamic here will actually create more sustainable markets for those of us who are there early on. Secondly. This is a premium device to start. Now, again, this will cost it in unit sales for sure. This is not going to be a high-volume product for many, many years. But that means the people who are there, I think it might end up being more like the Mac software market than the iPhone software market. In, in, in the sense of, like, I think you'll be able to charge more sustainable prices. Obviously, I, I, I expect it to inherit the App Store model of everything. And so I expect upgrade pricing and stuff not to be there and to, to for things to be mostly subscription based uh, in terms of you know their their business models and everything you know probably free up front and and you know IAP subscriptions for for your revenue that I, I expect that to be the norm here but I think you I think you'll be able to charge decent prices because it is a higher end product with a higher end market to start and I think there will be less competition and therefore will be lower you know lower volume software available which will help your prices again um, but I don't think this is going to be, you know, a, a very profitable market for a while simply because of that lack of volume. So I think it's going to actually be kind of nice in the sense that it might be a little bit quieter than the iOS market in general is. And and that that's going to be a good way for us to really experiment with this platform and to figure out what it's good for and and test out new ideas in it without the the mad rush of like everyone from the iPhone app store trying to rush in there and make a buck with this with the zero volume that this product is going to have at the beginning. So while this is kind of, you know, not super exciting for most people's businesses in terms of just straight up revenue right up front, I think it it, it will be very exciting for experimentation, for pushing boundaries, for opening up new markets, figuring out what new markets exist. Um, and and it, it'll it'll kind of have like a nice gradual warm up into the market as opposed to you know being dropped into a volcano of lava and that's that's kind of how how the app store feels on the on the iPhone. Yeah, I mean that's, that's funny. I think I have maybe just history and the app stores have given me an inherent sense of skepticism that there won't be a sort of the same pricing dynamics and 
kind of competitive environment as we have on iOS um, will, will won't be present here. And maybe it's maybe I'm, maybe I'm just you know overly skeptical there. But I think either way, whether or not it is that there is a kind of a higher base price or a, or less price sensitivity, or if there's a period where that is the case, like I think being it is not a platform. That like like any of their new platforms, other than perhaps the iPhone, um, which had a very you know the iPhone is unique in every way, so you can't really particularly draw like uh, lessons from it broadly. But I, I think there's definitely it's a platform that I'm excited to be on, not necessarily to make money, because that is very uncertain. That it's like if you wanted a better like a, a sure thing, like make a, a compelling app for the iPhone where you have you know a billion users on day one, and you know even if you capture a tiny proportion of people or can have any amount of you know ex- excitement, you can. So it's, you know, have, have a very big market. It's like, this is not going to be that platform, but I'm excited for what the future of that is that like these having a sustainable business there is in many ways something that likely may grow over time and having experience and expertise and establishing a name and a brand for yourself as a vision, you know, a, a vision OS, uh, developer is useful in that way. And it's like, who knows if that's, you know, the sustainability of that from a business perspective is going to be so, dependent on your circumstances and your situation that I think is makes it difficult. And I think that's like hard to predict, but in some ways I'm putting that consideration in some ways to the side in my mind, because I'm trying to make a long-term investment in the future rather than necessarily worrying too much about, you know, the income that this might generate for me, you know, from whenever it launches next year for the next year or two, like I'm expecting that over the, you know, I'm setting myself up for in five years being an expert in this platform when this platform is much more widely adopted, much more accessible from a pricing perspective, once the dynamics of it have kind of settled in themselves. And I'm going into it with that perspective and being comfortable with that, um, which is not something that necessarily everyone can do. I understand that. But for me, like, that's the thing that I, I, I hear this discussion of, it's like, oh, is it going to rush to the bottom? Is it going to be a totally new thing? Like, in some ways, the iPad, when it launched, had a higher set point to start with. And then I feel like it kind of came down and eventually matched iOS. Is it going to be something like that? Like, I don't know. That's like, like I need a crystal ball for something like that. But either way, I'm happy because I think the platform itself is compelling. And that is the part that I think is more interesting and I have more certainty on that it doesn't, you know, I have much more confidence that this isn't going to be Apple TV or iMessage, you know, where it's a platform for apps that exists but doesn't actually go anywhere. Um, I feel like because it's a platform that's going somewhere, there's going to be a viable business that exists on a platform that is super awesome and amazing and is going to engender great goodwill with customers like that's just the reality that is that is history has shown me that if you can if there is a platform where people love using your apps there will be a viable business model there it may not be the business model you want it may not work for everyone but some business model will exist there and exactly what that is we will explore and find as a community and you know as we see like is this to your point i don't know how competitive of an environment it's going to be. It's really interesting and kind of challenging to predict that is this going to be something where there's going to be, you know, a thousand Vision Pro apps natively on day one, or is it going to be a hundred thousand or is it going to be a million? Like all of those numbers seem possible to me. And obviously the impact that would have on the competitive landscape are wildly different. So like, who knows? But either way, it's like, I'm excited to get started. It's just kind of complicated to think which way is it, you know, which way the wind's going to blow? Like, I don't know. We are brought to you this episode by Indeed. 
No successful entrepreneur is an island. It takes a core team of trusted advisors to help build a business from the ground up. When it comes to hiring, leave it to the experts. You need Indeed. Indeed is a hiring partner that gets you what you really want, a short list of quality candidates as fast as possible. Simply because you can do it all, attract, interview, and hire all at Indeed. You don't want to struggle on your own to find quality candidates, and you don't have to. Indeed can help you hire the right people right now. They partner with you on every step of the hiring process, so you can find talent with the skills you need through tools like Indeed Instant Match, assessments, and virtual interviews. With Instant Match, as soon as you sponsor a post, you get a short list of quality candidates whose resumes match your job description, and you can even invite them to apply right away. Indeed really does make the hiring process so easy. By having all the tools in one place, it takes away so much of what can otherwise be a daunting process. Their data shows that with Instant Match, 90% of employers get quality candidates the moment they sponsor a job post, and candidates are three times more likely to apply than those who just see it in search. So get started right now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash under the radar. That's a $75 credit at Indeed.com slash under the radar. One last time, Indeed.com slash under the radar. Offer valid through December 31st. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Our thanks to Indeed for their support of this show. You know, I, I, I think one major difference with Vision OS as you know compared to launching into iOS and and how do I put this nicely look I'm I'm an iOS developer you're an iOS developer many many yes. of you out there are iOS developers iOS apps on the whole not our apps of course iOS apps on the whole are garbage they are terrible and as iPhone owners we all know this because whenever we have to download an app for some you know our new dentist office or to make an appointment with our vet or, or oh I just got this new scanner it needs an app to set it up most apps we have to install are awful garbage or if you're on the go and you're like oh I I I really need an app that can like you know rotate this photo at a 45 degree angle and add a blur to this one part and then you go try to find that in the app store and it's just garbage after garbage after garbage and I think a large part of that is, of course, the Gold Rush dynamic that we've had and the massive install base that creates that Gold Rush dynamic. But also, I feel like there's kind of a, you know, the, there's kind of a lack of standards at a lot of levels on iOS, um, both on Apple's end and and on consumers' end, uh, and certainly on developers' end. Again, not us. We are we are better. <laughs> sure. But you know, there's a lot of crap there. One thing that you know, with with Vision OS, I think one thing that's different, and I think this is a this is a big thing, not a small thing is that people pick up their phone or they get a new watch or they get a new iPad and everyone says, this is nice. This is fine. I don't know a lot of people who were totally blown away by their phone, their watch, and their iPad. And that's not to say these aren't great devices. They are. And they're going to continue to be like the focal point of our digital lives for as, for the foreseeable future. Uh, but when people who have tried Vision Pro, and by the way, I am so envious that you've got it right. I... I should say, I have no bad feelings towards you for having gotten to try it because you're the nicest person in the world and you totally earn it. I just wish I could have gotten to try it myself. <laughs> but you, I'm glad I'm glad you did. <laughs> anyway, so people who have tried Vision Pro, they are not just like, yeah, that was nice. No, like you look across look across the internet at the press reviews of the MacBook Air, of the Mac Studio, and then of the Vision Pro demo experiences and it's a very very different experience the you know the max 
the Macs are great products. They're the products we're all going to be actually using to get all or most of our work done for years to come. However, the people who come out of the Vision Pro demo are like, oh my god, it's it like it blows their mind, and they are so massively impressed. It it like breaks their brains. That like that is a it is literally like a mind blowing experience, <laughs> and that is going to also affect the market for apps. No one is going to take this mind-blowing experience and on day one, stick an app in the corner of their virtual room that you know has a giant ad in the bottom and is popping up you know, interstitials constantly as they try to crop a photo. Like, I, I think while that may, while that, you know, hellscape may eventually occur <laughs> in the long term, <laughs> um, I'm hoping that, that, first of all, that the dynamics of the market being so much lower volume will keep a lot of that stuff from from even being made and let alone succeeding you know i i do think there will be a day one attempt at a gold rush and then all of the kind of opportunistic people will quickly realize oh there's not enough money to be made here and that that will quickly get hollowed out and and will not continue to to the same level of strength um but i i think customer expectations of quality will be higher because you're in this amazing like you know mind-blowing new platform and there are there are higher standards too like obviously if your app just runs in a little rectangle which will be the default for for most things um you can crap up your little rectangle with 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 ads and crap but i feel like this platform is going to reward quality a little bit more now look i know it would it would be naive of me to say that It'll be anything like, you know, the old Mac software days where there were only like three companies making apps. You could charge $70 and it was fine. And people value quality. No, it's not going to be like that. It's going to be closer to iOS than that. But this platform is is a very different platform in terms, in, again, in so many, in, on so many levels, volume, you know, customer, uh, you know, loyalty to it or, or customer involvement in it or customer, you know, uh, ex- expectations of it. This is going to be a platform that will reward quality in the near term. And it's not going to be that high volume platform that's going to attract all the opportunistic scammer, you know, wall of ads kind of apps for a while. So that this is our chance as developers who believe we make high quality apps, this is our chance to own that platform for a little while. For for at least the first few years, I I think it'll it'll mostly be ours to do whatever we want with. Again, kind of similar to how the iPad was, but but even lower volume. You know, the Right now, like, you know, iPad apps and games are, are, you know, kind of, you know, closer to the iPhone level than than I think we would like in terms of some of these angles. Um, but the first couple years of the iPad, it was a very different experience. You know, the first couple years of the iPad, you had a lot more like, you know, high quality developers making high quality apps because they didn't know the market sucked yet. Um, but, but, you know, and it's obviously it's better now, but back then it was less, less good. But, you know, you, you had high quality developers, high quality apps, you know, games weren't all IAP garbage yet. Like it, it was, it, it was, a, it was a nicer experience being on the iPad those for that first year or two um, before, before it really got crapped up. And, and I think that, that span on Vision Pro is going to be longer. We're going to have a, a much longer period on Vision Pro just because it is so high-priced and it is so kind of, you know, you know, specialized and high-end to start. And, you know, so maybe maybe five years from now, there might be one at, you know, $1,500 that, that is more friendly. Even that is going to be – even that's not a mass market price. You know, like it's funny. Like when you look at right now, like look at Facebook's headsets, their highest-end headset – was fifteen hundred dollars until recently they dropped it to a thousand I believe that was their highest end 
And it's going to take Apple probably five years to make a product that hits even that. And that Facebook high-end headset is not a high-volume product. So I, I think we... Obviously, Apple's, I think, is substantially nicer and better. Yes. Uh, but but I, I think we have a number of years before we're going to be in, in a mass marketplace. And, and I find that actually interesting and exciting because it allows us to enjoy the the upside of that kind of market and to to figure out you know sharpen our skills for it and to figure out what works yeah and i think like that aspect that you're talking about there i think it's such a tremendous opportunity for i don't know the small and independent sort of i don't know high high taste developer i don't know what you would like how to best describe us but i think the kind of person who listens to under the radar is the kind of person who values quality software who wants things to be thoughtfully designed and carefully executed that that's the kind that, that i think that's the kind of developers that you and i are and if, if, you, if you want to listen to us every other week i imagine that's the kind of things that you uh, might want to hold yourself to as well and i think this platform as a new platform I think has a tremendous opportunity for that kind of development to be the thing that is a, the default and the expectation. If we, tr- if we work, do the work to make that possible and can hopefully set the bar such that that's what people, you know, users come to expect from a vision pro app that it is beautifully designed and thoughtfully executed. And if we do that, and if that's successful, it might not last forever. Like eventually there are certain forces that are, I don't know, caustic to that, that inevitably once it begets a, a, a certain volume, certain other f- forces come into play. But I think certainly in that initial period, it is exciting for me to be developing on a platform where I'm not, comp- my competition is potentially has this you know, aligned in that way. And we're all trying to make the best app possible, not something that is trying to, you know, go big and is a sort of this, you know, sort of casino based maximum, you know, uh, the average lifetime per customer, long term value. Like it's not those aren't, those aren't the metrics that we're being judged on that hopefully we can make it so that those are those the metrics that we are just are being judged on are how awesome our app is. And I think from my experience, having you know been in there, it's one of those things that is fascinating that things that, you know, if you imagine the size of an ad, um, on an iPhone app, that you have a banner ad in it, which I'm not like I'm not opposed to those. I you know they're in they're in my apps um, because they could because on iOS that's the the, the platform pressure puts it puts them there. Um, like an ad, an, the the equivalent ad in Vision Pro would be like a billboard, and putting a billboard in my front in my living room does not sound great. Don't give them any ideas. You know they're going to do that. <laughs> I'm sure it's sure it's going to exist. But I'm just saying like from my perspective, I think my resistance to that, like the ad the, the amount of sort of like ad banner blindness you had have to have developed in order to ignore the a giant billboard, you know, flashing in your living room is pretty high. I'm not going to have a I don't expect a very high tolerance for those kinds of things in the apps that I use in the six space. And I think for me especially, like I look at this platform in many ways as a retreat platform. It is the thing that I am most excited on personally. It's like the thing, the, the moment of the, the moment of the demo that totally sold me was the thing where you go into an environment, you, t- you turn the digital crown and you're somewhere else. And for me, it's, you know, you're in nature. Like I love being in nature. That is my happy place. I wish I could be there more, you know, more than I am. And I'm in nature as much as I can. And being able to be there, it's like the last thing I'm going to want is anything in that, in that space that doesn't kind of fit that vibe, that doesn't fit that expectation of I'm going to this place because like I want to go and write an article. 
And so I'm going to go to, you know, I'm going to pick a pick and whatever my environment is for writing. You know, in my mind, it's going to be, I'm going to go into a forest. I'm going to sit, sit down and I'm going to do some writing. Like that sounds amazing. That is not an experience that I want anything other than clean, thoughtfully designed apps in because it would totally ruin the vibe. And so that's a different, you know, that's a totally different kind of mentality or mindset that I'm going into than when I'm picking up my phone uh, to do something. And so, yeah, like I'm excited as, as, as a developer. And honestly, it's like for whatever, you know, you and I can for, you know, to communicate this in the show, it's like, I hope that if you're a developer who is coming to vision OS or a designer who's coming to vision OS, that is the mindset that you are bringing that you, that like, this is a great opportunity, a reset point for us as a community to make beautiful apps that are thoughtfully designed. And if we do that, I think it's going to be an awesome place to start. I think it'll be super cool. And like the pricing dynamics and all the other things that go on with that, it's like, sure. But let's make something beautiful. Let's make something awesome. Like let's do, put in that effort because I think it's a platform where that will shine and that will the impact that that extra work of doing the extra 10% of design work, the extra 10% of development work to make things just really pop and be amazing is going to shine in a way that we've never experienced before because it is such a fundamentally different platform. It is such a different, fundamentally different user interaction model. Like it's just such a totally different place that like, it's like, feels like you're interacting with it, like with your thoughts rather than with your actions, which is a weird thing to say. And it's like, I just can't wait until everyone else has had the opportunity to try it because it's totally transformative. And I want the best apps and the best experiences on this platform. So, you know, they consider this my, you know, my plea to the world. If you're, if you're an app developer, make something awesome for this, like blow my mind and blow everyone else's mind with how cool and creative and thoughtfully designed the thing that you've made is. And then how awesome will that be that we've sort of this, this wonderful, beautiful new thing will have arrived into the world. Like how awesome is that? Yeah, it was the right move to give you a demo. Good. <laughs> they, yeah. they were correct. <laughs> I'm very grateful. All right. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Um, I want also thank I want to thank um, Christopher Lawley. He's Chris Lawley on YouTube. It helped us uh, helped us out a great deal with the ad recording last week. <laughs> kind of saved my butt there. So thanks to Chris Lawley. Check out his YouTube channel. Thank you, everybody, for listening, uh, and we will talk to you in two weeks. Bye.